From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Monique Aiken, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, September 1st. Today, I'm joined by Carmen Correa, CEO of ProMujer, which has a 30-year track record in lending to women-led micro-businesses in Latin America. Hi, Carmen. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. But first, here's what you need to know from the week in Impact Investing. Tweaka Foods, which set out to streamline the fragmented supply chain for informal street vendors in Kenya, cut its staff by one-third. It's a latest setback for high-flying tech startups that sought to disrupt inefficient distribution channels and create new marketplaces in East Africa. The rural e-commerce company, Copia, also announced its third round of layoffs. Sendi, which supplied essential consumer goods to small retailers, shut down altogether. The startups together raised more than $150 million from investors in the last few years. Those investors are now looking for profits, not just growth, Lucy Ngige reports from Nairobi. In Europe, sustainable finance disclosure regulations have become mandatory. That's causing fund managers to staff up and collect data from their portfolio companies on everything from greenhouse gas emissions to the gender pay gap. The regulations reach extends beyond Europe to funds in the U.S. and elsewhere that seek to raise capital in Europe. But do asset owners care? Alpha Mundi's Pekka Hala says the Swiss impact fund manager has yet to see an increase in investor interest as a result of the rules. Investors are showing renewed interest in recycling. Redwood Materials, based in Carson City, Nevada, raised a whopping $1 billion to recycle components of lithium-ion batteries that can be used in new electric vehicles. Indiana-based Sortera raised more than $30 million to sort and process aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals more cheaply. And in California, Refibrid is using artificial intelligence to detect and recover cotton and polyester to keep it out of landfills. And finally, Impact Alpha has launched a new career hub to connect those seeking impact jobs with those seeking impact talent. Check out our expanded job listings, search tools, and a guide to impact investing careers. The link is in the show notes. So Carmen, welcome to the show. Promoher is a household name in Latin America and for many in the global microfinance space. But for those who don't know, can you introduce us to what you do and what you've accomplished over the last 30 years? Yes, of course. Basically, we have been working in Latin America for more than 33 years now. We are a social enterprise committed to drive positive, sustainable change and advance gender equality in the region. We have physical operations in five countries. Those are Bolivia, Argentina, Nicaragua, Mexico, and Guatemala. But we are able to reach more than 20 countries at the Latin American level through different platforms that we put in place. To raise capital to lend, Promoher usually sources direct debt from foreign impact funds or international development banks. But earlier this year, you issued Argentina's first gender bond, a rated bond on Argentina's public bond market. Tell us what that means and why the implications for this bond are so profound. Yes, and we are very happy about being able to issue this first gender bond in Argentina. This allows us to finance ourselves in local currency, something very important specifically for the Argentine market, but also it democratizes the opportunity and the possibility to whoever wants to invest 
with such gender perspective or looking into this type of impact investments can do so because you can go to the public market and for 5,000 pesos, Argentine pesos, that is less than $200, you can acquire a gender bond. So basically, this democratizes the opportunity to access the capital market. And as an organization, we open the road for other social enterprises to access the capital market too, because we work hand in hand with a regulator, this is Comisión Nacional de Valores, to actually put in place a regulation that allows other social enterprises to also access the capital market. So we are very happy with this because it's an achievement not only for Peru Mujer itself, but for the ecosystem, for other organizations. And of course, we are very happy with the uh, gender bond because we have the main four banks guaranteeing this new financial instrument. So behind Promujer is Banco Galicia, is Banco Comafi, Banco Portecario, and Banco Superviel. These are four main banks of Argentina supporting Promujer, supporting this type of instruments, and that is key, and that is also an achievement on itself. We are very happy we are going to be launching the second gender bond in Argentina at the beginning of next month. So we look very much forward to see how the market recepts this new gender bond. That's amazing. And does this second gender bond signal that bonds will be a steady source of low-cost capital for Promujer going forward and many other regions as well? Yes. And this means that we are also trying to replicate this uh, in other countries. We want to also start thinking on deploying other gender bonds in other countries in Latin America. So, so we look very much forward to uh, deploy other gender bonds in the region. So you mentioned the four banks local to Argentina that are supporting and backstopping you and that it's important that this is in local currency. So can you share with us why it was so significant that you raised money inside Argentina as opposed to international sources? And what does that signify for the work? Well, most of you must know that Argentina microeconomics right now are not uh, very stable. We have uh, the local currency devaluating and basically it's key in this moment to have uh, a local financing support because otherwise uh, we won't be able to keep up with the devaluation of the currency, with the local currency. And if we get access to international finance that we used to get international finance into Argentina, right now the cost will be very high. And that will actually represent a higher cost for our beneficiaries to access a loan. So it's key for organizations such as Promujer in, in this type of situation, in these cases, to access local currency loans so we can lower also our loans to the beneficiaries, to the end beneficiary. Gender bonds have been around for a little while, 
the Luxembourg Stock Exchange has identified 169 listed gender bonds at this time. So what else is unique about Promoher's offering as opposed to some of these other bonds? As said, in, in most cases, almost all cases, these gender bonds are at the institutional level. These are gender bonds that are issued by a certain uh, financial institution, and they are not bonds that are put in place in the local market, actually in the public local market. So it's not something that anyone can access to. It's not that Carmen or Monique can go and buy uh, a bond. It's something that it's at the institutional level. So that is the main difference. That is why I'm stating that we we were able to democratize the uh, chance to whoever wants to invest with a gender perspective in this case can do so with a very small investment. Later this fall in October, your organization Promoher will be hosting the Gender Lens Investing Forum for Latin America in Medellin. And Impact Alpha is a proud media partner there. But what should attendees expect from the conference? And what are you most excited about, Carmen? Yeah, and thank you for being that media partner. That is key. The Gender Lens Investment Forum Latin America is the most important gender lens investment event in Latin America. It's basically dedicated to position gender lens investing as an effective driver of equality and economic development in the region. This year, we are calling on participants actually to shift from the theory to the practice and also to give access to success stories to put on agenda lens in their agendas. We are trying to think outside the box and we want to help us spread the word. We are going to have everybody coming to Medellin, to Colombia. It will be the from the 17th through the 19th of October. And of course, we will put on our chandelier lenses. We will use our chandelier lenses. And we are going to showcase what's going on in Latin America, success stories that you can find and everybody can get to know that uh, we will showcase in this event. So as we have been doing for the last four years, this will be our fourth edition. We want to promote and keep promoting Shandalens Investing. And I want all of you to be part of the change. So I invite all of you to join us in Medellin, Colombia next October. Oh, that sounds awesome. I wish I could go, we'll see. Uh, if Impact Alpha is sending people. <laughs> but you also have early bird special, 40% off tickets through September 5th. How can listeners get one? Yes, you can go into our webpage. Basically, it's uh, gleeforumlatam.com. And of course, you will have there all the information. You can access those early bird tickets. And I hope you can join us when you <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Carmen. I'm so delighted to have you here today. And you can read all about Promoher's gender bonds on impactalpha.com. Thank you so much. And that's going to do it for this week's Impact Briefing. Thanks to Carmen and our producer, Isaac Silk. Sign up for Impact Alpha Open, our free weekly newsletter, directly at impactalpha.com. 
or become a subscriber to get full access to our award-winning daily coverage in impact investing and sustainable finance. Just go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Anique Aiken, Managing Director for TIP, the Investment Integration Project. Be sure to check back for next week's briefing. And until then, take care.